0: Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Tuesday. Wow, earnings season is definitely in force, and boy, <laughs> there's been some sell-offs here. Uh, I definitely, boy, I sold out of a lot of my stuff. Um, you know, it's it's. I mean, it, it's. Uh, let's see. Get this. Yeah, had to had to go. There we go. Okay. So yeah, I. I I'm not going to be broadcasting on, on Facebook again today. Eh, Always a problem with Facebook, but uh, I had to sell out a lot of my positions today. DocuSign. I did sell Apple because we're coming into earnings. I did sell it out. It it is retreating. (laughs) A lot of stuff, a lot of change here. Just kind of wanted to go through um, some of this with you. And then, you know, of course go to the questions, but uh, you know, it, it, it's funny. We were up yet nicely yesterday uh, it just looks like there's a retreat from the, uh, the techs, the growths right now. Um, you know, it just, just doesn't seem like, um, you know, we could hold there. So we we definitely, I got stopped out a lot of stuff. So I uh, uh, just wanted to kind of uh, go through it. Um, I've been selling pretty much all day. I did buy a few things, bought this really nice royalty trust. And then I did buy Perkin Elmer which uh, had blowout earnings is doing terrific. But I just want to go through the um, sort of the, we're still in the confirmed uptrend. We're still above that critical 14,500 area, but we just pulled down and, you know, boom, we pulled down hard. Um, You know, I'm off in most of my portfolios. I'll be honest with you. Uh, S&P is down. The Dow Jones down a little bit. The volume is up on the New York Stock Exchange. This tells me that, you know, once again, we're correcting. So, um, you know, we keep trying, you know, we're, we're the NASDAQ is at a, nearly an all time high. We may be getting to a point where we, we have a bit of a correction. So this is the reason why setting those stop losses is so, so, so important because it really helps when we have these kind of correction days. It really does. Um, I do have an interesting stock that uh, I just I'm I'm really liking the stock. It's down a little bit today, but it is in a perfect place to buy it. And it's not a tech stock. It's a growth stock. It is it, well. It's not even really a growth stock. It's advanced Auto Parts. I don't know if you've seen advanced Auto Parts. There's one near my house, and uh, I go over there all the time. You know, get stuff, and every they're always doing good. They this is a counter cyclical stock. Whenever the economy is not doing so hot, you know the automobile uh, the automobile stock seems to do well. Not that not the automobile automakers, but the auto parts. I guess it's because people are repairing their cars, and uh, they just do really well. Advanced Auto Parts had just great earnings. Uh, It's, uh, you know, about 58% of the people that are in this are are funds, so they must know something. It's right in a buy zone right now, so it is definitely buyable. It's actionable right now at 213. That's when I took this slide, so definitely want to look at that AAP, Advanced Auto Parts. Here's another one that I purchased today. It's kind of interesting. It's called Dorchester Minerals, and what it is, and I show you uh, on the chart where I purchased it. But uh, this is a blue dot special. It's got a relative strength of 86. This is in the number one category right now, oil and gas, um, uh, uh, oil and gas E&P. It's number one out of 197. So most of the other ones, like um, you know, most of the other oil stocks are not viable at this point. Like like uh Danbury Resources, but Dorchester Minerals is looking pretty good. It's right above a critical buy point. The buy point on this one is 17. Um, it's basically 1725 or, or thereabouts. I was able to get in at about 1717, which is kind of interesting. I just bought up a hundred shares. But their profits, uh, their sales are up 15%, but their profits are up 32%. And remember, this is probably one of the best hedges against inflation. And I think we're, it's, it's definitely coming in. We're definitely seeing it. Uh, got a nice cash flow, 98 cents per share, and the shares are $17. So go figure. That's a pretty good return. It's a return on equity of 22%. So I did buy this. We'll see how this one performs. You know, just uh, interesting, interesting stock um now uh here's my allocation uh today this is it's kind of a little bit different i'm i am still in cash 16 i'm in nike nike is doing my doing the ones that survived nike is doing the best it's up to about six percent in about 30 days L Brands also doing quite well and robert half robert half of course is the uh temporary uh the the the, the temporary company they're doing quite well um, Dorchester Minerals. i I just bought it. So it's, it's even down a little bit on N- NVIDIA. And I do have a large position in NVIDIA. Uh, and then also, uh, down a little bit on, um, uh, on, uh, um, on Lithia motors and they had been doing pretty well as well. I just want to see how, you know, how, how, how they're, how they're going to fare. But, uh, that's kind of the that's kind of the situation that eh, now, now I got my got my camera back. All right. So, you know, that kind of really sums it up. I mean, uh, you know, again, it's it's the overall, you know, the market has pulled back today significantly. So it's definitely something that, um, you know, uh, th- that's that's something we have a question. What uh, uh, what it S.A.A.P. Well, AAP is advanced auto parts and it is it is one I I'm not an owner of it yet, but I am very interested in it just because it seems to be it seems to be performing very, very well in this in this market. And this market has not been, you know, it has it is it has not been stellar. Uh, you know, it really has not been. So I mean, uh I show you the chart, actually the live chart on advanced auto. And I could show you that right now. There we go, and it pulled that up. Super. Okay, so we're right in the buy zone on Advanced Auto. Uh, we've had some very nice uh, action on it. It's above the 210 buy point on that, so it's looking good. It's a, it's trading above the 10-day line, so everything is pretty much set up very well in this. Uh, they did have some nice earnings. They went through earnings. And they were up the sales were up 23%, but the earnings, and this is the this is the key here, the earnings are up 234%. And so uh in the last few days, people are starting sort of to, to pile in here. It seems like this is kind of a good you know play when growth stocks aren't aren't, aren't working. Uh it also has a very, very good checklist. I want to show you this. It's got a hundred percent checklist. Just want to show you that. That's very, very key when you're buying stocks. I like to buy in the strongest sectors when they're moving up. Uh, This is definitely, this retail auto parts area has done very well. It's, It's rated number eight out of 197. So this is one of the best sectors in the economy right now, believe it or not, is the auto parts sector. And advanced auto parts is one of the better ones in that area. So just wanted to bring that to your attention. All right, so let's get to some questions. Thank you so much. Um, thoughts on GE, uh, you know, General Electric, uh, is run by Larry Culp. And I actually went to college with, with Larry, uh, years ago at Washington College in Chestertown, Maryland. It's a very small little school, but, uh, and, and I had no idea. I would have been probably better friends with him if I knew he was going to end up being the CEO. Well, he, he became the CEO and, you know, I got to all trading for, it, So yeah, go figure anyways. Um, but, uh, he, it's, he did, Incredible things with Danaher. I don't know if you're familiar with, if you've heard of that company, but uh, that's why when, uh, you know, you know, GE was in a very, very bad place and he is doing some, some great work there and making, making things, making things work. Now, would I buy it at this point? Well, it looks like we've bounced off of the two, off the 200 day line. I still would like to see this thing move above the, uh, I think I still would like to see GE move above the 50 day line, but the checklist is starting to get good at 78%. So I definitely think this is definitely a watch list type of stock. Uh, you know, before I was a little bit dubious on this one, we had some great earnings. The earnings per share were up, you know, one hundred and thirty-eight percent They just announced, so they're looking pretty good. It seems like uh, the things that Larry is doing are definitely working. So this is one, you know, this is a stock I think you could possibly look at, uh, in to see you know to to buy. Now this is a this is a Dow you know this used to be a Dow stock. It is no longer, it is in the S and P 500, but it is no longer a Dow stock. So that's there, there are some issues there, but overall it looks pretty decent. I mean, uh, if there were any stock that probably could come back from the debt, it would be it would be um, GE. Let's look at the checklist just to take a look here. I mean, seventy-eight checklist. The only thing this is failing on is its relative, its its uh, EPS rating. It needs to get a little bit more profitable, but it's still doing quite well. And the sales, the sales, of course, you know, it's definitely hard to grow sales when you're downsizing, and that's kind of the situation for uh, for GE. The question is, where would you buy this? Well, um, the proper buy point on GE is on this consolidation, and uh, really. I mean, the, 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 the pivot on this is 1441 currently it's at 13 uh, it, it's at 1310. So here's what I would do on this one. You know, I think you need to wait for the right time to buy GE uh, but you can buy it as it moves above the 1441 pivot. And because why, and, and you know, yes asked me, well, Jim, why would, why would you want to buy something that is cheaper? You know, why not buy today? Cause it's cheaper. Well, because it has not fully reversed, this is the thing. you always want to buy a stock as it's moving higher. Uh, you, and and it has and it hasn't really proven itself. It needs to break out of this pivot at fourteen fourteen in order and needs to go higher. And if it does, then it it may present a very, very good opportunity to buy. But I definitely like it. Uh, it's in the industry, there has been movement. One of the areas in the market that there has been movement into has been the industrials from some of the growth. So this is an area, you know, this is totally based, you know, of course, this is based on, you know, what kind of earnings per share can they generate? And their cash flow is tremendous. I mean, considering everything, they do only have a 1% return on equity, but I want to show you another stock that has a much higher return on equity. And that's of course what I indicated before. That's Dorchester Minerals. Let's see if I can uh, put that up here. That's uh, um, I have to. I can't remember what the uh, see. It's well. Let's let's find out because it's it's in the it's in the group. I did totally did this by the group. So let's go to the group and to the number one group right now, which is. And I'm gonna sort this. Uh, hopefully, you can. Hopefully, this will let us move out of that little bit. A little bit constraint on the bandwidth. Once again, I mean, uh, it seems to be a recurring problem here in this building. So hopefully, I can get this up in just a second. What I'm doing is I'm, as I'm scanning. You know, whenever we get these reversals like this where this movement out of growth into something else i you know i kind of look to see well where is the money going because it doesn't come out of the market it just moves to a different a, a, a different area and one of the areas that has been that is number 1 right now is this oil and gas um is 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 the oil and, is the oil and gas area and this is the this is the um one that we've been talking about for a long time oil and gas us e n p uh, group. This is the number one group currently, uh, with a relative strength of 99. So, looking in this group, we're going to look for the top stocks, and of course, the one that I'm most interested in is this Dorchester Minerals DMLP, which I did buy uh, this 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 uh, just right before the show came on. And basically, what this is is this is royalties on on mineral rights, uh, basically in the Bakken shale, some in the Permian. In places like that, um, the the return on equity here is 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 basically quite excellent. It's twenty two percent return on equity. Now remember, we looked at General Electric. The return on equity in, on and General Electric was one percent. This this is twenty two times better, and basically this is also a very inexpensive stock. It's uh, selling currently right now at seventeen twenty. I did buy a hundred shares this morning on this one. Three uh, percent funds are in this one. So just kind of give you. Kind of a look see at sort of where the money is sloshing around in the market, and kind of uh, kind of where it where it's where it's going. But thank you for that question on General Electric. Let's look at PayPal. I did sell out of PayPal today. I, I um, unfortunately my stock I was stopped out of PayPal. Uh, it just wasn't performing as well as I would have liked, and and and, and we could see basically this on the um, on the chart. We pulled down below the ten day line looks like we had a bounce off the 21 day line. So this is probably going to trend back up. We're still in the buy zone, but, uh, I did have a stop and it, it, I, I was stopped out at 300. That is kind of where it bounced. It's currently at 299. So, you know, we'll see, hopefully it can hold this, this, um, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it can hold this, um, um, uh, the, this, this buy point. It may or may not. Um, it doesn't, it looks kind of like, it's a cup with handle but it looks like it's going to handle out some more so unfortunately I was stopped out of it today I don't necessarily think I'm going to get back in until I see a little bit better chart action the relative strength is pointing down at 85 so let's kind of look at the at the it's it's one day in front of earnings it has an excellent excellent checklist I'm gonna to try to wait until after it goes through earnings to see how it see how it works out this has got an excellent checklist I was just stopped out uh, basically because I wanted to you know, I, I did. I wanted to sell before earnings, and this is kind of this is kind of what I do. If I don't have a ten percent cushion in any of the stocks, I did not have a ten percent uh, cushion in PayPal. I was only I was only up about four percent. I did sell basically, you know, uh, pretty much an even money on this one uh, before earnings. This is also a good habit to get in get in the uh, practice of. If you aren't up ten percent on any stock, you might want to sell it into earnings. Just and then wait to see how it how it goes through that to see if you can buy it back and uh, do better on it same thing with uh, same thing with with uh, uh, Apple. you know Apple has been one of my absolute favorite stocks, but unfortunately today, I sold out basically at where this mark is basically at one forty eight fifty. It's now pulled back to one forty six forty seven so we will see how it comes through earnings. I do think it's going to pull back. Even more into earnings, unfortunately. Um, So that's kind of kind of disappointing. Um, I've I've been you know because of my stops, I was selling selling a lot of my positions today. All right, can you review NEO and suggest some short terms plan for it? Okay, here's the problem with many of the Chinese stocks. I think right now the Chinese stocks just aren't doing very well, and there's a lot of government interference in China. Uh, This is not one of my favorite stocks. It is below the. Here's the thing: you definitely want to probably sell this stock now. I I know that's going to be painful for you because it it sounds like you have you you you're you're down more than about seven percent. But if you're down seven percent on this one, you just want to sell it. And the reason why is because when a stock goes below this line, I'm going to show you this line right now. This is the 200-day moving average. When it goes below this 200-day moving average. It really you got to be careful. Look at this. You're starting to see a lot of volume. This is this is this is selling volume. Okay. so what's happening now with NEO is that the 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 capital is moving out of NEO. Take my I don't know if you want to take this advice or not, but I would be trying to move out of, uh, you know, I would try to be moving out of this stock right now just because you know, we are, it, it is pulling back. It's probably going to go lower. The, the trend is not looking good for NEO right now. So here, here, here's my advice on NEO. If you're down more than 7%, and I think that's probably going to be the case, and that's the reversal line, you probably want to sell it. And I just, I, I, you know, the, your short-term plan, the best short-term plan is stop the bleeding and sell. That was, that's my, I hate to give you that. That's, that's not the kind of advice you want to hear, but, uh, my advice, if you're in NEO right now, consider possibly selling and then getting, waiting and and finding something better because right now it just doesn't look very good for, um, you know, for, 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 um, um, for that. Also, uh, let's take a look. I want to take a look, quick look at uh, crypto here. Just to see how it's trading, and and what I'm going to do here is I'm going to move over to the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust GBTC, and see how that's trading. Of course, it traded up, but it looks like it's pulled back once again. So the long term, uh, at least for crypto, it did pull up to the to the 200-day line, and now it's now it's retreating from that. So it does look like it does look like crypto is going to be trending down at least for the near future at least for the next week or two so let's take a look at i just want to look at it on the the market but uh uh gtc of course i look at the i look at the bitcoin and uh well it's not it's not it's holding its own it was up at 90. uh it was up at uh at thirty nine thousand. it looks like it's pulled off a little bit to 37 but it's still you know i still get the impression that um you know, it's it's definitely trending the wrong way now. In you know, we we are almost at forty thousand. I really think that it needs to you know, Bitcoin needs to move above about forty thousand before we're actually in an upward trend, as you can see by this year chart. And it's pretty hard. You got to take a quick, kind of a kind of hard to see it on the screen, but uh, it basically it peaked. Bitcoin peaked at sixty three five basically on April 13th and it's sort of been moving lower since. So that's another thing you might want to be a little bit careful with in terms of, uh, you know, in, in, ter- in, terms of that, because I do think it's, you know, unfortunately it's on the way down. All right, let's look at the trade desk TTD. Thanks, Jeet. uh TTD. Interesting, interesting company. Again, uh, anybody that's been watching for a while, we had a income, we had a split plan. This It split 10 for one and uh basically back uh back, basically back here in june and uh that that did we did well basically by holding into the split and then uh selling that's a good way to do it if you have a split is that typically it will increase into the split as it did it increased into the split and then actually it when it actually moved up very much higher after the split but right now it seems to be kind of stuck at about 80 82 so the question is can we can we move any you know can we do anything on this one it is above the reversal line i'm going to reactivate that it is above the reversal line here so it definitely has reversed higher but it's relatively weak so here's here's the thing i would be a little bit careful with this see if this thing will run up to maybe 90 92 and if it does then i think you can get it right now i just think you got to be i just think we have to be a little bit more careful right now as the market has just really kind of changed uh, character a little bit. Uh, Let's look at KGC. Let's look at KGC quickly. KGC. Okay, it's a gold gold stock. Now, here's the thing. You would think that uh, gold stocks would do better when the market is down. Well, unfortunately, gold, even though it's touted as the world's greatest inflation hedge, I don't believe that. Actually, I believe that the best inflation hedge is oil. Now, the question is, you can't just buy oil and put it in your backyard, or or maybe you can, I don't know. But the, it's very hard to buy it. So as an inflation hedge, I think what you got to look at are royalty trusts, like the one I was showing you with Dorchester Royalty Trust. Um, I think that those are likely to do very well as we get inflation. And we're going to get a lot of inflation, unfortunately, because of what's going on in Congress. So, um, you know, you would think that, that gold would be the great way to go. It's basically got earnings in one day. But the trend, unfortunately, on this Canadian gold company is down. You know, so if we look at it, we go, well, wait a minute. We're below the 200-day the, the line. We're below the 50-day the line. Why would, why would we want that? Well, I don't think we do because even though they've had some great earnings, their sales are up 12%, earnings are up 50%, the de- there's a downward, there's a definite downward trend in this issue, so it doesn't make sense to buy this one right now as it's trending lower. I want to check basically some of the old other gold miners. You can see the gold and silver miners right now are the are, are rated 183 out of 197. So this is in the bottom 20% of all sectors of the economy. This is not where we want to be in the economy. Let's look at where we want. I think we want to be in the economy, and that is basically in the oils okay not not the integrated oils not the chevrons but the e&p companies this oil and gas us e&p and there's there's 59 stocks in here it's ranked number 1 and let's kind of look to see where it was okay well you know 6 months ago it was 37 today it's 1 so things are going right for that area what other areas are good well you know here's an area that i don't even really understand the coal area is doing well retail stores steel producers leisure products and shoes and apparel now i have i have nike which is not actually i guess in the shoes and apparel maybe it is let's check i can't remember if it is or not but this is like l brands i have l brands i don't have lululemon but this other one here boot barn seems to be doing great things i also i also showed yesterday uh i also showed you burlington stores now this I mean, this is a real yawner. I mean, if, you, if you're, if if you're comparing this to to some of the other stocks, you go, why would I want to buy that? It just sounds horrible. I mean, Burlington Stores is where you go. Burlington Coat Factory and all that. But this is doing very, very well. I mean, look, after hours, it's up. Uh, it's right very close to a buy point. So this is the kind of stock that you want to look at right now is something like Burlington Stores. Um, so right now, Nick, I would say, and I and I know I've gone all over the place here, but I would really avoid the gold miners, and I would because the area just doesn't seem to be working. Um, I'm also going to look at KL. This is also a gold miner. This is one of my favorites, but it is not doing well either. Kirkland Lakes Gold. It is trading below the 200-day line. It also has earnings in one day, uh, and this one is not doing well either. At KL, and this is one of the best of the breed. So. I would be very very careful I would stay out of this stay out of this sector let's let's just see let's kind of look to see what's in the sector so that I can um uh, maybe maybe we could maybe we can possibly look to stay out of this sector because it is not performing very very well so it's basically let's let's just let's just go from the bottom up There we go so I'm gonna go down to one eighty five this is the gold miners. And the gold miners just are not doing well. I mean, uh, it's just it's it's just it's just the way it is. I mean, uh, you know, there's seventy-one stocks in here, and unfortunately, it just is not looking good. Uh Franklin, Nevada is another one that I really like, but it's not doing well. Uh KDR, not doing well either. So this is the area, I mean, if you're if you're buying in this area as an inflation hedge, I think you ought to be careful because the um uh, what 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 this is telling me, uh, what, what 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 this is what this is telling me is that um, we have a situation where the gold miners are not doing very, very well. So it's an inflation hedge, really, there's two things. You know, we have Bitcoin, of course. Everybody likes Bitcoin, but it is not doing well because it's under attack by many of the Chinese the Chinese central go- uh, government is uh, attacking this because of a currency. There's also a conspiracy to, to drive uh, Bitcoin prices down. I shouldn't say that there's a conspiracy. That, I'm not a conspiracy guy. But uh, there's a concerted effort to push it down um, because of a lot of things. But inflation is in the market. I say, what do you do? Well, here's what you do in inflation. And I know this is a very strange way of looking at it. You buy royalty trusts that have interests in oil, because the price of oil is going to go up. And regardless, even, even though we have Tesla and a lot of other companies producing electric vehicles, we still run on oil. So the world still runs on oil, and primarily electricity is generated from natural gas. So that's an area that is going to be strong, especially in a market that is selling off in terms of some of the growth stocks. Now, I've been in the growth. I love the growth stocks. You know, but I am getting sold off on them too. So, there you go. Uh, excellent. Okay, this is C L N E. I wrote I wrote seventy wave. Oh, back up again. I don't know about this one. This is interesting stock. I know people that do this a lot, uh, but I have not been. Uh, I'm gonna I'll try to add, get back to that question. Um, Jim's thoughts on Sentinel One ticker symbol S. Do you think Nvidia will pull back, um, build out again? thanks okay great let's look at s first let's look at that first and see with sentinel one i'm going to go here and put up the chart there we go there we go this is kind of an interesting one here uh because this is an ipo just ipo right here it ipo'd at 35 dollars and it's up now at 47 so it's pretty good action but here's the thing it hasn't completed The IPO base yet here's the thing you want to when you're buying IPOs the best thing to do is wait for it to go up hit the top kind of do a cup UE and then move above the the buy point currently the pivot on this the buy point is 5405 on Sentinel one so here's the thing with Sentinel one symbol s you want to wait you don't want to buy this until it moves above the uh 5405 pivot that's where you want to buy it so my my um my thoughts on this right now hans is basically to watch this this one now let's go over to uh nvidia i um you know i'm still very much um very much a fan of nvidia even though today it's been pulling back um it just went after hours okay so it's down a little bit after hours One ninety-one forty, But we're still, you know, let's take a look at the weekly chart. And that's really where you want to see it does look like we have a bounce. It looks like it bounced at the 50 day. So let's take a look to see. Now, it seems to be holding on the, it seems to be holding on the, um, the 21 day exponential. So that's not necessarily bad. I wish it were a little bit stronger here. Um, But I do think it's getting some support. Let's look at the i want to look at the volume here because that's really that that's really going to tell the tale in terms of you know in in terms of the way we're going there so let's see if i can pull up more of the volume here yeah okay so the volume is decreasing interesting so the volume is decreasing and it's selling volume so this does look like here's one thing you want to look for when you are analyzing charts you want to look at that volume a decreasing volume like this is meaning that the sellers are getting more scarce. So we may be, we may be going to see a reversal here on this as the, as the volume decreases on, 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 on a share like this, that will indicate that we're going to get to a reversal. If you can take a look, this happened before, as you can see, it moved back. Oops. It moved back down. And then basically right here, uh, when it capitulated, then it started moving back up. So we're probably going to see a bounce on NVIDIA. Um, I don't know if you want to buy it too much lower than this. Um, I do think we're going to see a, a bounce on NVIDIA, but here's, here's the my point on Sentinel one. Um, you know, I, 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 I just, I don't think it's ready yet on NVIDIA. I think it's going to do a bounce. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. All right. Let's look at Robinhood thoughts on Robinhood's IPO. You know, Hey, Robinhood is—you know—a lot of people use it. It's a—it's a—it's a good platform. I am not going to probably be—I'm—I'm not, I'm not going to be in the Robinhood IPO just because it most likely will pull back. Typically, what'll happen? It'll come out very strong and then it'll pull back and then hopefully it'll move higher. But uh, I'm going—I'm—I usually like to wait, especially in this market because this market is punishing growth stocks right now. Unfortunately, I've tried to get back into growth stocks several times and i've been it's been pulling back so there is a cha- overall change in character in the market we'll see how long it lasts a lot of times these will only last two or three weeks but the change in character has been more to uh some of the industrial stocks where, where from growth so i don't expect that the robin hood ipo will do as well as it would have done maybe six months ago so i probably will not be in on that uh, that that uh, ipo Probably won't be in on it. DVN. Let's look at DVN. DVN. Let's look at that. Devon Energy. Well, you know what? This is interesting. This one is very interesting. This is, um, this, this one is a top performer in the, um, in the energy space. And, uh, it's in, it's in this top group, one out of 197. Now, I was looking at Devon Industry this morning. Um, and I decided to pass on it because of this trend here, the short term, the short term downward trend, as you can see, I'm going to draw the trend line across it. Instead, what I did was I looked to see kind of what stock that was in that particular area was setting up. And the one I found was this, um, Dorchester minerals. Now I could be totally all wet on the, on Dorchester minerals, but at least for right now, it seems to be it seems to be trading quite well, so I'm going to go back up here and take a look. You know, let's look go up to the the industry group in the number one, and this is the number one area by the way. This is the number one sector right now in the stock market. It's the oil and gas, uh, E&P sector for the U.S. Let's look at the top stocks now. Of course, Devon is you know is is in there, but Denver is at the top. It's probably the strongest. A Matador, Bonanza Creek, Callum Pretorium. Uh, Cinemax. Now, the the ones that are closest to the high, of course, is Dorchester, and then I think you have to go quite far down to see Devon. So let's look at Devon. Yeah, I mean, Devon is is a good one in there, but there's so many stocks in this particular area. It's just there's just a lot of stocks. So let's see. I'm gonna let's see if we can see all of them. Devon. Okay, let's go down there and see if Devin where Devin is, ring. Dorchester Minerals, okay. Well, Devon Energy. So yeah, we're about thirty-two on a list of about fifty-nine different stocks. So it's okay, but it's off quite a bit. So I probably would not be a buyer of Devon at this point. Um, The one I am more interested in, I think it's more buyable right now, is this Dorchester. Is 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 Dorchester Minerals? I'm gonna show you that one. Yeah, this is Dorchester. It's basically instead of moving moving down, it's moving up to a buy zone. It's pulled back a little bit. Uh, I actually bought it at seventeen seventeen. It's currently at seventeen sixteen. We'll see. I maybe stopped out of this one. Don't know, but it's definitely in the right area, and uh, it's definitely looking probably as good as anything right now. Not been a terrifically good day for the market. Uh, this just came through earnings uh and it did have a large buy in there as you can see um 15 up in terms of sales but also 32 percent up in terms of profit so we'll see i'm not going all all in that but i'm i'm definitely moving some of my stuff in there all right um i know you don't like zim right now um, but it stays strong support sport level since yeah that's true uh wouldn't it be well yeah, you could definitely do that. I mean, the re- the reason I don't like ZIM is I just I think that this boom in bulk cargoes is over with, but I, you know, I just don't particularly like the chart right now. I think it's peaked. You know, you know, stocks just go through go through these these periods. Let's go to the daily. Um, you know, I just don't see the reason to buy this one right now because you know, it. I don't see any support. If I, if I, if I could find, if I could see this thing, if if I had, if I, if I could see this thing change direction, then I would be more interested. I'm drawing a reversal line here. Um, if I could see this change direction, I would be more interested. But I just don't want to buy. A, I just don't want to. To, I just don't want to uh, uh, to to catch a falling knife. And and I see increasing sales here. People, I, I see people are are increasingly selling this, and I see it going lower. This is not a good sign. You can see because there's more people selling, and it's selling at lower prices. That means that the strong hands are selling, and the, you know they're continuing to sell. So, um, you know, the the it seems like the strong hands are selling to the weak hands. This is not the kind of action that I want to see. I mean, you could definitely come in here. And put a you know put a 32 um, stop on here, but you're probably going to get stopped out on it based on this chart. So I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying, you know, that I just think that it's just buying it in the wrong direction, and that's the main thing. Um, am I am I still bullish? I was really bullish on Doximity yesterday, but I got I got I got spanked. So you know I I get them wrong all the time. And Docs I thought was going to do very good. Uh, I got, I got, I got stopped out. I'll be honest with you. I got stopped out. See, this is where I bought the position here. I know I bought a half position right about here. And that was, uh, I guess. Yeah. And then I, I ended up having, I ended up getting sold out at sixty, eighty-two. Now it's at 58. So, you know, it's just one of those things I, I got, I, I bought the position and about, uh, you know, and then about 68 and then boom you know i got stopped out the next day uh, you know heartbreaker very tough to trade it um i'm out um i just think you know you know, you might be able to get it on a bounce up but uh, i definitely got stopped out this is where i came in on the 27th um i'm actually the 26th i came in here i came in on this uh, right at the buy point That's where i came in and then boom it didn't have support and then i'm i was out so yeah, unfortunately, I, I wish I, I wish I was, you know, more. I, I wish it was, I wish it was more bullish. I like the company. I just, it just didn't, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Thoughts on the airline? Time to buy again? Well, here's the problem with the airline industry. God, I, I seem to be like negative, Mister Negative today, and I'm not negative. Uh, and that is the airline industry. Let's take a look at the airline industry in 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 general, because I think that's going to be. That's going to give us, you know, kind of a good idea of sort of, you know, where we're at in terms of, is it time yet? I, I, you know, travel is definitely picking up, which is a great thing, uh, which is an absolutely great thing. Um, But the airline industry in general is, I don't, I don't think they're, I think they're going to have some issues. So let's go to the airline. Let's go travel. see. It's travel. Mm, Travel, 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 travel. Uh, or, or, uh, I'm just looking for the travel uh, sectors right now um, or maybe transportation. Yeah, there we go. Transportation airline. Okay, this is, you know, this is not doing very, very well. This is, this is, uh, this is not, the rank on this is not very good. Uh, but let's let's pull it up. Let's let's take a look at everything that's in the airline industry right now to see it's got a relative strength of nine. This is not very good. And it's trading under the 200 day line. So this is not something we want to see. The best of the best, of course, is LUV. And that's Southwest Airlines based right here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and Delta is number two. But these just these stocks just not the best. Um Right now, Ryanair, I guess, is probably one of the best. Japan Airlines, American Airlines. These are all, you know, I mean, maybe these will turn around. Um, I mean, if you have a long time and you're willing to risk a little bit, this might make sense. Um, I would probably be most interested in buying the very, very best, the strongest stock. And that's right now. It's Mesa. Uh, And that one you know, that's right at the 200-day line. This is the strongest stock in the group. Uh, but this, this group is terrible, one uh, 180 out of 197. So I don't want to see, this group just is not that profitable, unfortunately. I mean, it does have a high growth rate, but I just don't think it's time yet to be back in the airlines. I mean, I suppose that, you know, somebody's going to prove me wrong. They're going to find an airline, and they're going to buy it, and it's going to double. But you know and they are cheap but you know i just ooh this group is not setting up very well so i would rather lower my risk go with the go with where the money is going and that certainly isn't in the in the airlines right now right now the airlines are not uh participating in a lot of this this money you know the, the money has moved out of them unfortunately it's it's not good all right so let's look um let's let's by the way talking about transportation and kind of the overall market. Let's look at Tesla. Tesla is an interesting company. Of course, it was my number one stock last year. So I definitely like this stock. It's just, I have not been able to buy it buy it back. It's just, it's been in this funk. And of course, it's off today after hours, 642. This really isn't buyable. There's so much overhead supply on Tesla. I really don't want to buy it unless it's over about 780. Currently, it's at 644. So that's really not where I want it to be. I do have this reversal line. It still has not moved above this reversal line. It's off today. Just not looking good. They, I think they did have some good earnings though. Let me take a look at the earnings here. Oh yeah. Look at these earnings. These are terrific earnings. I mean, just, just fantastic earnings. They blew their earnings away. Their, their sales were up 98% and their profits were up 230%. So there is a tremendous return on the equity, 70% return on the equity and there's huge cash flow. So they are doing things right. It's just that right now, you know, this this stock ran up so much and there's so much overhead supply that I will be back in the stock. Believe me, when this thing reverses, I will be back in Tesla. But unfortunately, right now, I just can't buy it because there's a, this overhead supply and it's just, it's really tough. By the way, what I'm talking about overhead supply is that when you have a top stock like this, like Tesla was, you um, What happens is that when it goes up, everyone buys it, and then when it gets to its top, people refuse to sell it. So, as as the stock goes down, it'll come down. Let's say like it did here, and then it will bounce, and then as it bounces up, people will, you know, sell it, and then so that so that the bounce doesn't get the full, full measure, then it will come down again and bounce up again. So, it's sort of it's like bouncing down the hill. It's going to bounce up, down, and then up, down, up, down. So I still think that we've got to bounce about two or three more times until that happens. Here's a bad thing. Here's a, here's a here's kind of a negative omen on Tesla, and this is just totally technical. I want to show you this. Whenever the 200-day moving average crosses above the 50-day moving average, that some people call that the death cross, and what that is, and that you can see that happen right here. Because this is the 200-day line, and you see it moved above that 50-day line. Well, that means that this is being disinvested in right now. So what's happening with Tesla is until this red line moves above, once it's, gone, it's, it's dived below the 200-day line, I want to see this thing move above the 200-day line, maybe right about here. And then if it does move above it, that's when we can start moving back in. But right now there's an overall selling action of Tesla. So we just can't get back into it. It's, it's sad because I love the stock, but it just, you, you know, it says what it says. I mean, it's, it's about, uh, you know, it's a, it's about, it's, it's, it's about the lines. All right. Let's look at love. Um, this is probably the best of the airline stocks. This is, this is, uh, this is, um, Southwest, uh, and it's probably, of the ones that's going to come out the fastest, it's going to be southwest. But it's still, I don't think it's a good enough chart. I really don't think this is a good enough chart. I want to see southwest move above that 200-day line. Now, here's the thing. One thing we do have going for southwest, and, and this is positive, and I want to be positive on this. The last buy point was 49-47. It was right here, okay, on a double bottom. Okay, this was way back in February. Okay. This is way back in February. It then moved up and then it was very nice to be in it there, of course. And then as it topped out, it topped out at about 64. Since then, unfortunately, it's been downward. This was when we were kind of, we were coming out of the COVID thing. There was a lot of excitement. Unfortunately, there was a sell-off. I still think we're in that sell-off mode. And I do think that we're going to have to come down, you know, basically You know, we'll see if it bounces here at about 49, then I think you could buy it. But right now, it's in a downward trend. LUV Southwest is still in a downward trend. So I just don't think it's a good place to buy it at this moment. I'm not saying it's a bad stock. I'm just saying that I wouldn't buy it right now because it's in a downward trend. I don't like to buy stocks that are trending lower. I just don't do it. Um, oh, thank you very much. Thanks for, thanks for that. Let's look at AMD. It's a question from TikTok. Let's see if there's anything there. You know, AMD, I love AMD as a company, but I have never made money on the stock. I don't know why it is. I think I'm jinxed or something. But uh, for some reason, AMD is a tough stock to trade. And it, 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 it seems like it's sort of like Lucy in the football. It seems to come up to that buy point, that 9544 buy point. Boom. And then, boom, it just pulls back and now it's back down to 92. So I can't really get I can't really get a handle on it. I mean, it's got a beautiful base pattern cup with handle, but uh right now it's pulling back and I just don't think you can buy it. Right now the buy point on it is 9544, we're below that. Looks like it's trending lower. Now, hopefully it's going to get some support. It does look like that's possibly going to happen as the 50-day line is looking to move above the 200 day line now there's two things there's two index lines that I look at very very carefully one of them is the 200 day moving average and the other one is the 50 day moving average now when the 50 day moving average is trading below the 200 day moving average that says that people are selling the stock in general currently that is the case with with uh, advanced micro devices the, two, the 50 day line Dived below the 200-day line back here in April, about the second week of April, and it's been it's been pulling back ever since. So, even though it's pulled up, it still hasn't really regained its you know its high, which was at 95. So, I I just think you've got to be careful with AMD right now. Unfortunately, I'd love to buy it, but I can't buy it with this pattern. I want to see it move above about 95.44 before I'm interested in buying. AMD again. So boy, I've just been Mr. Negative here. I, I don't really like I hate being like this because I want I mean I don't want to say no 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 I wanna I wanna show you something that may work. So uh ah, it's just a tough. Um it's unfortunate Neo isn't doing well. The company is generally performing well and improving their um their production double. Uh they've also also replaced in Germany for um, supplying their EVs? Absolutely. No, Nick, I think, I I agree with you. I think, I think it's a great company. I think Neo is a great company, but here's the thing you're going to have with uh, EVs. Volkswagen, the German market is not going to be given up to companies like Neo, even though they're going to be able to sell cheaper than Volkswagen. You're going to see Volkswagen come in here strong. Now, is Volkswagen a good investment? Well, not really, but they're going to produce an awful lot of cars and, and, and they're very, very efficient. They're a very, very efficient producer. I think that, you know, Volkswagen, Mercedes, Audi, I think they're all going to try to keep out uh neo now tesla's sort of a different different uh, different deal because of course they're going to be producing in the berlin factory um and i do think they're going to sell well basically co- based on the technology but you know i you know i wish i i agree with you i wish neo was doing better but they just aren't. I mean, I mean, that's just a fact. Unfortunately, it's just a fact. And and you know, it's you don't want to you don't want to fight the tape. You just don't want to fight the tape. Is there any stock in the stock market you would say is a safe buy, a swing trade this week? Wow, very good question. I I wish I I wish I had a list of really great safety stocks. I really do. I mean, I really do. I think there are some stocks though that are sort of in the industrial areas that may be decent. I don't know how well they're producing. Uh, I like carrier, which produces air conditionings, but this is a very boring industrial stock and it really isn't a good place to buy, but I want to show it to you anyways, because it's performing extremely well. Uh, This is, this is a company that makes air conditioners. I mean, go figure. Uh, This used to be part of United technologies. It was, it was spun off. Um, You know, I should have stayed in the stock. I knew it was good. Uh, but, you know, the last buy point on it was was 41. So, you know, I mean, building AC products, this is one of the most boring areas that there is. Uh, another one I kind of like, believe it or not, is Otis. O-T-I-S. They make elevators and they are a worldwide company. Again, they're doing very well, too. Look at their chart. Uh, but the problem, again, with Odom, uh, with Otis, it's not at a buy point. 68 was the buy point. It's now at 88. So, boy, next week in, in terms of the upcoming week, you know, I really don't have any very good alternatives for you right now. I have to say. I mean I like one I do kind of like though is AAP, that's advanced auto parts. I do think that that one is viable and that's that's this stock right here. There is a two ten eighteen buy point. It's currently two fifteen. It's right in the buy zone, and I do like this area. I do like this stock. It's very strong. It's in the wholesale auto parts. It's eight out of one ninety seven. Everything's lining up on this one. They they just went through earnings, and you can see some buying coming in here. This isn't gonna. This isn't gonna change the world. This company is not gonna change the world. It's not like uh, some other stocks. But look at their earnings. They're excellent. Relative strength is eighty up 23% in terms of the sales, 243% in terms of profit. Excellent. Return on equity on this one is $17, 17%, which look at this cash flow. It's $12.30. This is going to be rewarded um, You know, as we move out of some of the growth stocks. The reason that the growth stocks are under pressure is because there is some trepidation that interest rates may go up. And if interest rates go up, that will kill the growth stock business, unfortunately. But companies like this that are selling automobile parts should do extremely well because people won't buy new cars. They'll fix their old ones. So this is one I do like for next week, advanced auto parts. It's really the only one that I, that I've really seen that I really, really like. It's, it's amazing how, you know, how bad that's been. Uh, Yeah. I don't know, Uh, PFE, let's look at PFE, thanks for that, PFE, Pfizer, you know, Moderna, I guess this is, um, you know, Pfizer, it's, it's, you know, fizzy, as they call it, Um, this is a, you know, big, big cap stock, and, you know, they do have the vaccine. It's Pfizer. You know, I guess AstraZeneca had trouble with theirs. Moderna, of course, is the one that's really made the money. Pfizer's right now in a buy zone. You can buy Pfizer right now. Uh, I am not buying Pfizer, but it this is a good, this is a good company, I wouldn't buy it uh, until I waited until after earnings. Earnings are uh, earnings are tomorrow after the bell. So this is one you don't want to buy this one tomorrow. You don't want to buy into earnings. You want to wait until after earnings, but uh, earnings on this one are going to be on the um, on the 28th, which is tomorrow. So after the bell tomorrow is when Pfizer will be reporting. So here's the thing about Pfizer: uh, this one could be very good. There could be a gap up on this one. I doubt it, but it's right now. It's in a buy zone. Here's what I would do: I would not buy this one tomorrow. Wait to see how earnings are. If earnings are good, then I think you could you could definitely move into it. Symbol on this one is pfe pfizer so it's it's a good stock it's in the buy zone uh it's just too close to earnings to buy it that's the reason um and what do you think about the overall market next pullback should come yeah i think you're right i think we're unfortunately i think we're topping out and we're seeing you know i was stopped out of a lot of stocks today i mean i just was uh, i was stopped out of, of documentum i was i mean docusign i was stopped out of um of uh let's see um sold a bunch of stocks today you know doc, i was sold out of docusign i i was i was sold out of uh um not, not all of nvidia i still in there but you know i've you know it's pulling back it's getting close to its tie so i've been selling raising cash and i'm still i still have an awful lot of cash right now i have an awful lot of cash Waiting for, you know, for good setups. And I just, I'm not seeing them as much as I did, unfortunately. I wish I was. Now, I did buy the royalty trust. And I I may, I may, I may regret that. I may regret that. But I did buy that. So the overall market, it's just, it seems like, you know, we're getting close to a major pullback, unfortunately. I do agree with that. Uh, Thoughts on Baba Badu and Tencent? Uh, if we could, uh, if, we, if we only know what Chinese investors are, about yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, Rio. Um, you know, we just don't know. I mean, the problem with the Chinese stocks is they don't report is the same as, as, uh, you know, other stocks. They, they have a different reporting situation and it's just tough. I mean, they're, they're much, they're, they're less, they're, they're less owned by many of the funds. So it's, it's, it's tough. They're much less transparent this is alibaba this is a terrible chart um right now it's got earnings in seven days it's a real relative strength of seven as you can see it's just been going down 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 and it's and the number of people are um you know um selling are, are, are high now would i short this one i just don't know enough i probably would not because it does look like if it, it looks like it may be shortable if it rallies up to the, um, the 50-day line, but it's not, like, not looking good. Here's a classic example of why I use index lines. As you can see, the 50-day line back in uh, back at the end of, uh, end of um, January went below the 200-day line. And look at this. It's, it's, uh, it's uncanny how, how accurate a predictor this is. When that happened, look at what happens it just goes down 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 isn't that amazing so this is always something you want to look at if you can look at charts you want to have a 200 day line and you want to have have a 50 day line and if the 50 day line moves below the 200 day line like it does here then you have a you have you have potential of it moving lower so i do not think baidu unfortunately is where you want to be let's look at uh, baidu as a b I don't know what ten cent is, but right now I think I think you just have to be careful, and just kind of steer clear of some of the Chinese stocks. That this, the charts aren't good, unfortunately. I wish they were. Now let's look at an old favorite IBM. You know, IBM has had been having some good numbers as of late. It's still I'm still not in it, but uh, you know, it's not looking as you know, it's not looking bad. Uh, it looks like it's found some support here on this consolidation, and it does look like it's starting a trend higher. Let's take a look at the weekly chart. Yeah, you really can't tell on the weekly chart, but it does look like we have the beginnings of a small trend here. You know, I can't say can't say that it's going to move above the fifty-day line, but it's looking pretty decent. Uh, there has been some strong buying activity, and the earnings per share is up. So this is really interesting. Uh, The growth rate on this, this, uh, it has been shrinking. Uh, International business machines, IBM, has been shrinking about 8% a year, if you can believe that. Gosh, you know, I remember when this was the absolute dominant power in computing. And just, it's so strange to see this like it is. But, um, you know, I like it. I wouldn't be a buyer of it. They had some good, they had a good earnings report. Their sales were up 3%. Their profits were up 7%, which is excellent. But I don't know if it's good enough. They did have some. They did have some big money coming in. It's still IBM is still a massive company, and they have a tremendous cloud business. So those two areas will carry the company forward. I think. I don't think it's going to go out of business anytime soon. But am I going to buy this one? Probably not. Probably not. Even though, even though it's probably the, it's probably the one. Of the, you know, they're starting to look a lot better than they were. I did. I covered amd before so i'm gonna i'm gonna move beyond that one sold my a early and hey wow thank you um that's a great thing um nick that you did with the with the american airlines 55 percent profit that's awesome i think it's i do i just think that unfortunately um american airlines is going to be pulling back more i mean you know i think um I just think it is. I, I just I just think it is. But but congratulations on congratulations, Nick, on that profit. That's tremendous. Uh Peloton. Uh, I don't know if Peloton, you know, as for many of the things that were there were buys last year, um, you know, have been very different this year. But let's look at Peloton. Um, you know, I mean a lot of people really like Peloton, so and they do have the great subscription revenue. So it does look you know, you know, at first I thought, oh Peloton, it's not gonna work, but Maybe I mean, it sort of is coming off the bottom here a little bit, but it's still at the it's still it's still at the it's still at the um, it's still at the, the, the two hundred day line. Here's the thing. I want to see the fifty day line move above the two hundred day line before I'm interested in it. so I probably would not be interested in peloton until it moves above about one twenty nine because at that level, then I can see that it has indeed changed direction currently. The direction on Peloton, it, 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 the, the the reversal line, I'm going to set the reversal line. Up. Currently, the rever- this is the reversal line. So it is still below that reversal line. So it is still moving lower. So I probably would not be a buyer unless it moves above about this 129 level. That's really kind of the area that I would look at it at, for Peloton. But I, I do kind of like the story. I do like the company. I just, right now, it's not at the place that it can be bought. I dislike Tesla completely. I agree with Michael Berry. The stock is highly, ra- you're probably right. I mean, even though Lucid hasn't delivered yet, I'd re- you know what? I think you got to be careful with Lucid, too. I really do, because they haven't produced a car, and and the big competition is coming. I mean, <laughs> as unfair as that is, I mean, you know, General Motors, Ford, Volkswagen, you know, Volkswagen is going to produce a ton a ton of EVs and they're going to be very successful because they're going to force it. They're going to force it. So I, I do like Tesla, but right now I made my, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel fortunate to have to have gotten on that Tesla train last year. I just don't know if it is. I, I agree with Michael Berry. I think, I think he's probably right. I think it is cultish. I think it is a lot overvalued. And um, I mean, I hope, I mean, I, I wish the best for any American manufacturer that's doing well i really do but you know right now again you know i've been out of it for a while it just hasn't been producing as well as we would have liked it um i agree with that i, I think that's a very very astute thing that uh, that you're saying nick i really do i, I think you i think you're correct i think i think you're correct on that as correct as anyone can be i think as correct as anyone can be because a lot of it is guessing of course um but you know if we use if we use proper tools like charts we have we, we get in a little bit better than, than most people in looking at things alphabet uh, beats every time yeah i agree with you i have a i have a spread on alphabet and uh, boy it's it's continuing to go well i mean uh, so let's look at goog which is of course alphabet let's look at the chart on it yeah, there we go there we go and it's just uh, moving right up moving on moving on up to the east side to the deluxe apartment, I'm telling you, it always makes it always seems to make it. It's gonna it's gonna announce today. I suspect. Look at after hours, it's up. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good another good report for them. I think they're gonna do well again. Google, amazing. Uh, it's up. Uh, looks like their March numbers. Yeah, look at that. Their profits are up 99 percent and their sales are up 34 percent. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh, probably gonna be. Unfortunately, I just wish there was a good entry point for this. There just isn't. It's it's pulled back a little bit. I think it's going to bounce off the 10-day line. We're we're a little bit extended. We really don't want to buy Google if it's extended too much above that that uh that that tw- that 21-day line, but uh yeah, the reports are looking really good. Really really good on it, as usual. <laughs> it's amazing. That the way to play that I think is with spreads. Um okay let's look at Apple. And let's kind of see how Apple came in. AAPL. I did sell all my Apple this morning. Um yeah and it looks like it's pulled back after hours too. So not surprised on that. 146. Okay. That's the after hours. So it's pretty stable. It's pretty stable. Um you know I like Apple but it looks like it's fallen off this trajectory. It looks like it's 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 created a new Trajectory. It's still doing very, very well, but I'm glad I sold it this morning. I really am. Okay. Well, I have. Oh, Dynatrace. Let's take a look at Dynatrace. Thanks, Neil, so much. DT. This is an interesting stock. It's also, um, it's got a double bottom, which is which is a great which is a great pattern, and it is pulled above the buy zone, so it's a little extended right now. Not a good place to buy it. But it's still very strong. I think with this one, you just got to wait a little bit on this one. Again, if you didn't buy this basically at the 56.13 buy point, then I think you were a little bit too high. Currently trading 62.97 after hours up a little bit. Nice stock. Uh, I wouldn't be adding right here. If I I was in this and I could add, um, if I could add, I would add here. But only if I was in the stock. I wouldn't start a new position at this level, I don't think you want to have on on Dynastrace, You want to have a average price, uh, average price of, of about fifty nine or less. So you want to have a average price on Dynastrace stock of about fifty six to about fifty nine. That's where you want that. So if you're higher than that, if you can't get that, I probably wouldn't add to this as well. Okay. Well, I have gone through. Um, I've been with you an hour. Thank you so very much for watching and by the way um you know we have the uh we we have the we just had some i think three or four people joined uh joined yesterday uh, today on the on Dallas trading floor so uh we we have a discord room where we basically go through we try to go through from the open all of the kind of the action that's going on. Today was a little bit of a sell-off, so I wasn't I didn't have that many good suggestions. It was mostly just selling today. I did have a few, but not, not as many as I normally like to. But uh the 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 Discord room is uh just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And also uh, if you don't want to do the discord room. Um, just sign up for the free action trade alerts. Just need your first and last name and a email address and you'll be right on the list for that. So uh, without further ado, thanks for everybody. Um, I'm going to be back tomorrow, Wednesday, and uh, that will be at, um, you know, that's at two thirty central. If I get everything working, right. <laughs> which sometimes, sometimes is not the case. You know, sometimes it's not the case, but if I get everything working, right. Tomorrow, I'll be back at 2.30, and I'll see you then. Happy trading.